Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. For another week of the Working Fans Podcast, this is AJ, I'm the former wrestler, we've got Dave the Ultimate Fan here with us, as we do every week, our producer Joe may, likes to make us sound good and makes us look way more professional than we actually are. As always, you can find us on Twitter, that's at FansWorking, Facebook, Working Fans Pod, we've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast, and for any ideas that you might have, that's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod. And then you can now listen to us on all major platforms, including anchor.fm, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and you can actually check us out on YouTube. Now, it's important when you go onto the Apple Podcasts and YouTube, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating, let us know what you think so you can help us out and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. All right, everybody, it's the Working Fans Podcast. And get ready for an extreme edition because we're talking about the man they call Taz. Beat me if you can. Survive if I let you, brother. It's AJ. time to get extreme. AJ, how do you feel about Taz? You love Taz, don't you? I love Taz. I think Taz is the best athlete from ECW. I think he was the best character in ECW. I know you got your Sabu fans out there. Fuck Sabu. Fuck Sabu. Fuck Sabu. Rob Van Dam, great absolute athlete, but he was no fucking Taz. Mm. And then there's only one man who even comes close, and that's the franchise. But even he doesn't measure up to the Taz. I got a match I'm going to throw at you later. That <laughs> we'll see if it makes his list. I don't think it's going to make any list. I stumbled upon this a few weeks ago, but we'll talk about that. We, we mentioned another episode we recorded recently, not remembering matches. Let's we'll yeah. see if you remember this one, because this one was a total surprise to me. Let's see. I think you're going to have one more list than I am. So why don't you start off here? Absolutely. Guys, we're going to start off with my favorite person on this list. Mike, don't call me Huckleberry Finn. That's don't right. It. It's catching on, folks. Don't be afraid to jump on the train. It's getting hot. This guy, he's brought the thunder this week. We've got... Oh, hold on. Oh, hey. The thunder's not been brought. You out? Nope, there, there it is. I found it. All right, we found for it. Some re- for some reason, I'm reading down the list, and the man had multiples of a different list. <laughs> and I had to read down deeper. That's right. All right, we've got Sat versus Sabu, Living Dangerously in 1999. Yes. We've got for, with Mike Awesome and Tanaka from Anarchy Rules, the three-way mm-hmm. dance in 99. We've got versus Kurt Angle in 2000 from the Royal Rumble in his hometown. Excellent. Tajiri from Heat Wave 99. And Bam Bam Bigelow in 1998. I believe that might be the one where he put him through the freaking ramp. Might be. I have that match. Well, I have that on my list, too. And as far as that Masato Tanaka Mike Awesome match, I remember watching that. And this was a time when, you know, internet and everything starts going around. Rumors are going crazy. And I didn't realize this was going to be Taz's last match yeah. in ECW when I bought it. And Taz was the first one eliminated. I think he might have had one more match after that, but basically he it, dropped it, it It's out. why I'm actually a little surprised that it's on his list of best Taz matches. Hey, but what, it's, you know what? It's a wild match. And you really, I mean, 
I think actually in a lot of ways, Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka, they would just steal the show with their brutality in ECW. Those chair shots in the head. I don't know oh. how Masato, Masato Tanaka is still alive. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know how Mike Awesome's still living. He, he's not, but I don't think oh. it had anything to do with that. though. So. But he did kill himself, I believe, from depression, which can come from concussion syndrome. Okay, there's a rabbit hole you might want to go down later, folks. <laughs> this is about Taz. So ah. uh, I'm going to hit you with uh, Mike Cadwell. He's got Living Dangerously 1980, 1998 versus Bam Bam Bigelow. I think we're going to see a lot of same ones here. Taz versus Sabu, barely legal. Barely legal. Sounds like someone I know. <laughs> 1997. That's a whole uh, other rabbit hole, Dave. Yes. Taz versus Shane Douglas, guilty as charged, 1999. Tommy Dreamer versus Taz, Cyber Slam 2000, and Taz versus Kurt Angle, Royal Rumble. You know what I think is going to be funny on this list? Is we're going to have mostly ECW matches, but that one match is going to keep going on. There's that one WWE match, which I think says a lot about Taz's career in WWE. The debut, Kurt Angle, where it was basically Taz started off a house of fire. What's Taz going to do? And then nothing. (laughs) Apparently somebody said that he was unsafe. And they didn't trust him, and they didn't like his size, and there's all these other issues afterwards that happened. But boy, he had a really great debut, didn't he? So all you need to know about the effect that the WWE has had on Taz is the <laughs> fact that Taz, from 99% of his career, was T-A-Z. And now everybody spells it with two Zs because of the WWE. They added the extra Z, and now everybody adds that second Z to his name. That's um, so yeah. I've got Jake from New Hampshire. And Jake, he's got Jake, a WWE Jake from match. New Hampshire? Huh? I'm oh, not Jake, Jake from, from New Hampshire. Sorry, Jesse. Jesse from New Hampshire. <laughs> One of our favorite listeners comes in all the time. AJ showed him the respect he deserves. Jesse, it's okay. We love you. You're a Hall of Fame guest. Now go ahead, please, sir. Yeah, sorry. Continue. Jesse from New Hampshire. Yes. Who, who, by the way, goes by the nickname Jake to his friends. <laughs> I can't wait to hit him up on Instagram and find out. Go ahead. <laughs> He's got the WWE match we've all been clamoring for. He's got Taz versus Jerry Lawler at SummerSlam 2000. I enjoy this because it's the only one where Taz gets hit with a candy jar by Jim Ross. <laughs> and Lawler gets him. And I loved it because I love the fact that Jerry Lawler was sticking up for his friend. I don't know how many people like this, but to me, when Taz is like, first off, it was a little weird, even though I love Jim. Jim slapped Taz in the face when he was talking shit to him. And I'm like, Jim's going to get choked out. What the fuck are you doing? And then Taz starts going, and Jim just says, I'm sorry I had to do that. I'm thinking, like, what? What do you mean? But that gives you an idea as to how the WWE was not going to get him over. He got slapped by Jim Ross and did not choke him out. And then he was about to choke him out. And that's when Jerry Lawler ends up punching him in the face. And then they go at it. But I, I enjoyed that feud just because I like the chemistry of Jim and Jerry working together. Well, we'll keep with the theme here. Taz <laughs> versus Kurt Angle from Rumble, Royal Rumble 2000. Yes. Now, if you remember, now here's the funny thing is, is Kurt and Taz have both told the stories in, about this match beforehand where Kurt Angle can't, comes over to Bruce Pritchard before the match and he believes Taz's hype so much oh, for yes. ECW. That he legitimately is asking Bruce, hey, am I going to be okay with this guy? Is he going to shoot on me? Am I going to have to defend myself? I do want to say, this is a legend that has gone on. I think Angle has actually debunked this now. Oh, has he debunked it? Yeah, I think he has. (laughs) But But, but Bruce Richard told the story, and he's the one who actually is the one he supposedly went to. Well, we'll see. You know, Bruce. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) 
It's a story. It's out there. Let's see. And then Taz versus Mike Awesome from 2000. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the one where Taz came back in as a WWE competitor. Oh. And, and Mike Awesome was technically a WCW competitor. Right. I, we'll talk. All right. We'll, let's hit it up on this a little bit. I was going to talk about this. I had this. To me, this is so great because Mike Awesome just shows up on Nitro. He's the ECW heavyweight champion. Paul Heyman says he has a contract. I don't know if they ever produced a contract, but they didn't want any problems. So basically, Awesome ended up agreeing to go back for one more match at ECW, and they brought Taz in as a mystery guy to take him on, who was already signed to WWE to win the ECW title. This is crazy in this time period that this would happen. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. And the reason why they brought Taz in... Well, the reason why they brought Taz in was just in case Mike Awesome decided to go into business for himself that... Taz Let's, would hook him. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> I, Taz, I love Taz, but come on. Get the fuck out Taz of here. Taz versus Sabu from Barely Legal 1997. <laughs> I'm glad somebody finally went before 1998. And Taz versus Bam Bam Living Dangerously 1998. All good stuff. All good stuff. All right, I'm going to hit you. Uh, I'm still thinking like, I don't know if Taz would have been able to take Mike Awesome in a shoot. I like to say that I've seen that though. But anyway. Mike Awesome was a big dude. Mike was a big dude. And Taz was a tough guy behind the scenes, but also Taz was much better at projecting that toughness than like was real. I don't want to, you know, like, yeah, he was tough, but yeah, he knew how to sell it too. Anyway, Taz, what am I talking about? Taz would choke me out. <laughs> Probably in about three or four seconds. Uh, yeah, easy. But <laughs> Taz matches. Taz versus Sabu. This is from Scott from Voluntown. By the way, Scott has uh, Living Dangerously 99 versus Sabu. He's got, oh, no, I'm sorry, versus uh, Living Dangerously 1999, yeah. And then he's got Masato Tanaka and Mike Awesome, Anarchy Rules 99. I know Taz was, he's going to give you a reason why he picked this. I'm like, you know, you were saying earlier. Uh, I know Taz was eliminated early, but it was such a huge moment that elevated the match to the next level. There is something to be said about that. See, no, the, that, see was, that. that was rare, right, for the first time to see the champion eliminated first when you knew you were going to get a champion crown. Like, that didn't happen a lot back then. Well, especially considering Taz had gone so long without losing. Right, right. Add that to it, right? He's just gone. He's gone, and we're going to get a new champion. And, and by the way, too, another important part of that match, too, the locker room empties out at that point, too, to say goodbye to Taz, essentially. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Bam Bam Bigelow, Living Dangerously, 1998. Tajiri, Heat Wave 99. RVD, Hardcore TV, December 1996. And he also had to be fair, I don't think I've ever seen a WWE Taz match. Well, go check out the one with Kurt Angle. That's pretty much the only match you probably have to check out. It's worth checking out. And that should be about it for his career. Although, spoiler, I am going to have a match with Taz later in WWE that no one so far has had. That's I Mike Dudley. Either. Let's see here. We've got <laughs> Mrs. St. John's favorite baby boy, Zach St. John. He's coming in with Sabu from Barely Legal. Mm. He's also got Sabu from Living Dangerously 99. Yes. He's also got him teaming with Sabu versus Benoit Malenko from 1995. Wow. I believe that's the match mm-hmm. where Benoit breaks Sabu's neck. Yeah. <laughs> and then they show it over and over and over. Yes. <laughs> Where I was actually um, sitting with you. Like, him Please versus don't Benoit show that again. 1994, the TV match. That if you have the best of Taz VHS, apparently you can check it out on that VHS. Mm. It was a TV match where they just beat the living crap out of it. 
And then this this one hasn't made any other lists, so maybe it'll make yours. Him versus Bam Bam Bigelow, Living Dangerously, 1998. <laughs> hasn't made anybody's list. Yes. Nobody. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> Might make mine. I'm going to go with Randy Osga. Randy has Taz versus Jericho, February 1st, 2001, SmackDown. There's a different list. Taz versus Kurt Angle, Royal Rumble 2000. Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow, ECW, Living Dangerous. I was going to laugh if Randy only had WWE matches. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. He started off with this, too. Yeah. And then I have Taz. He has Taz versus Sabu, ECW, Barrel Legal 97. And here's the one that's different. Taz versus Shane Douglas, ECW, Guiltiest Charge, 1999. Spoiler alert, we're going to do my list next. That actually made my list. I have the guilty as charge match oh, nice. between him and Shane Douglas. Shane was going into that with the broken arm, broken wrist and arm. Yes. Uh, and it was a hell of a match. I think it did a great job to show what ECW was all about, that it wasn't just hardcore, mm -hmm. that it was also just what hardcore means is actually great wrestling also. It's not just hitting each other with frying pans and going Cookie through sheets. tables. Love the yeah. cookie sheet. I have Sabu versus Sabu at Barely Legal. I thought that was quintessential match. Mm -hmm. I did have him as the Tasmaniac early on in his career. Right. Yeah, yeah versus day, yeah. Ricky. Well, not Ricky versus Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> Ricky Snuka. Uh, they actually had a hell of a match early on when they were first switching over to ECW when they were going from Eastern Championship Wrestling to Extreme Championship Wrestling. A lot of people forget Taz did not speak at first. No. That he, for the beginning of his career, that he actually was very much like Bobby Eaton, where they just had him wrestling. Well, in he was the playing ring. a cl crazy character, right? The Tasmanian. Exactly. And, and, and I actually... thought that I, and, and the match that they had, this was really the last good Jimmy Snooker match that I saw, also. Mm. So for that point, it, it, it was very entertaining for me. I have him versus Bam Bam Bigelow from 98, which I know didn't make anyone else's lists. <laughs> no, that's but, exclusive. <laughs> I think people are downplay a little bit how big of a name Bam Bam was at that point. He was coming off of a lot of time in the WWE at that point. He had come down to ECW. He was the enforcer for the triple threat. They had one hell of a group there with him, Candido, and Shane mm -hmm. Douglas. And the matches that he had with Taz were just absolutely brutal. And I and I enjoyed those. One of his best runs of his career, honestly. Oh, uh, absolutely. I, yeah. I and I, it got over what a great monster Bam Bam was, and then mm. it got over what a monster Taz was in the way that he was able to handle what? Bam Bam Bigelow. What pay per view was that? Did they had Bigelow at Living Dangerously? Okay, okay. I'm looking at that, so it's kind of funny because I actually, unless I read it wrong, which I don't think I did, I was just up online. I have Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow at Heat Wave 1998, and I think the one at Living Dangerous Night is one where Bam Bam actually wins the TV title and they go through the ring. That's the one where they go through the ring, whereas right. I think Heat the Wave, wave is the one where the they ramp. go through the ramp. They did go. Th I, yeah. I watched it this morning to make sure. Yeah, Heat Wave Night they go through the ramp, and this is where Bam Bam climbs out first. And Douglas is on commentary. It's like, it's bam, bam. It's bam, bam. And let's go, ref. Get to the ring, bam. And then Taz comes up from behind all nowhere. And he's breaking things apart. And he jumps on bam, bam. Puts the Taz mission on him. And taps him out on the ramp. Yeah, Living Dangerously is the one where he puts bam, bam over. And then Heat Wave is the one where Taz goes over. Mm -hmm. I also have ECW, Sato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome. 1999, Anarchy Rules. Because, I mean, again, this was the end of an era here. And I think that was important to note. For significance, I got Mike Awesome at a house show. It's WCW versus WWE for the ECW title. 
That's crazy. Wow. And then let's see. I also have Taz. I, I finished off with two WWE matches. So Taz versus Kurt, Royal Rumble 2000. And I, I told you I was going to have one more. AJ, do you remember the great tag team champions that were Taz and Spike Dudley? I actually said that. You said Spike. Did you yeah. know they were tag champs? I did. Who did I beat? Because I didn't even look that up. Do you remember? Oh, God. Just... I want to say it was actually the Dudleys. I don't know, but they defended the titles at 2002 Royal Rumble and defeated the Dudleys. They walked in as champs. So. I know that. I was going to say, I know they beat the Dudleys, but I think they wanted off the Dudleys before that. They might have. So, anyway, I just was surprised. I tuned in. I was like, what the fuck is this? Taz and. Well, they're losing. No, they didn't. Actually, successfully yeah. defended the titles, too. All right. Interesting list. I'm going to go have to say that I think as much as I like Heatwave 98, I think more people had Living Dangerously, Bigelow, and Taz, huh? Yeah. I felt like that made the list a lot. I felt Kurt Angle made the list. It was the one WF match I think that was on Jan- January list. 10th, 2002 SmackDown, Taz and Spike Dudley Defe- defeated the Dudley boys to win the WWF tag team titles. January 10th? Yes. So they won it just before that Royal Rumble. Though. So they won it right before there. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I'm trying to put this <laughs> one together, sir. You're looking that up, though. That's context. Hey, we got to give the fans the information. We can't just leave them hanging. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So I I think we got to put Living Dangerously 98 with Bam Bam because it made so many lists. Uh, yeah, that made almost every list. And don't get me wrong. I see what you're saying. For Taz's sake, where the heat wave was a bigger match for him. Sure. Yeah. But to make that storyline work and to make the heat wave mean as much as it did, you had to have Bam Bam Bigelow get a rare win beforehand. And he got the win by putting him through the ring. Mm-hmm. It's not like he just beat him clean in the middle. He had to put him through the freaking ring in order to beat Taz. It was funny. It's like, I'm looking at these and it's like <clears throat> matches. I almost want to put in there. I don't, uh, it's weird. Cause it's a WWF match Taz versus Kurt angle. I feel like that made a lot of lists, but, but it made all, but it made every list, but mine. Right. So, well, and Scott. Scott admits he never it's Scott. Won. Yeah. So. so, the two guys that actually matter, it didn't make our list. But everybody else. <laughs> made yeah, I'm looking, man. I think that. I, all right. So, I'll include Taz and Kurt Angle. And then, I don't know, man. I kind of want to put that triple threat match in there, too. I feel like that's it, awesome. It's hard not to have a Taz versus Sabu in there. That's true, too. Why don't we bounce? Why don't we bounce the triple threat? And we'll put Taz yeah. and uh, Sabu in there. Taz and Sabu had such uh, what's that? Which one did we have in there that people had? I think the barely legal. Yeah, Taz, Sabu, barely legal 97. That's fine. We'll go with that one. I'm gonna say that man, that feud was so violent. That was so crazy. But there's but wait a minute. The Taz 97, the reason why that should be on there is they actually did a good job of keeping them away from each other. Right. They built this for like about a year. Yeah, right. they built that for a year where they would come close to being able to boom. And then they would pull them apart and get get in between it. So they built it up so that the fans were clamoring. I mean, they were people just wanted that Taz versus Sabu fight, right? And I think and, it's the and most you talk about a big feud. fight feeling. Yeah, the most legendary feud of his career, honestly. Yeah, uh, I think we'll be. Uh, I, I'm not sure if that's the one they waited a year for or not, but that's we'll, we'll, whatever. Ninety seven is because okay. that's their earliest one, the barely legal. Okay. Uh, so I know the ninety eight made people's lists also. Mm-hmm. But Barely Legal 97 is the one that they built up for a year. Well, at the end of the day, I think Taz and Sabu is probably the feud. I think people are going to crucify us if we pick 
Kurt Angle, even though it made a lot of lists. Uh, no, that would be the first one to drop off on mine. To me, yeah. it's either the Bam Bam Bigelow or it's the Taz versus Sabu is quintessential Taz. Yeah, I think Taz Sabu will go with number one then. 97 it is. To me, that is definitely the ultimate feud. When I think of Taz and ECW, I think of his rivalry with Sabu. Well, the reason why the Bam Bam Bigelow one is important is because, once again, we talked about Taz's persona. Mm-hmm. And we have Bam a guy who, over. over six feet tall, over 400 pounds, mm-hmm. and he's wrestling Taz. And literally, he, on two different occasions, they had to go through things for winners. Right. Uh, so so I think it did great to build up the legend of Taz. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but I agree with you. I think Bailey Legal with Sabu is the biggest part of Taz's career. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. what made people clamor to see ECW. Right. It was one of the big things that made ECW what it was, was people wanting to see Taz versus Sabu. And as far as people know, too, and, and the inclusion of Kurt Angle, we'll, we'll say it's the number three match there. You have to understand how important that was for Taz, too. That was Madison Square Garden. That wasn't just the Royal Rumble. That was New York, Madison Square Garden. Taz, growing up from New York, he always wanted to be at the Garden. <laughs> so that was a huge, huge deal for him. The only problem is, is for those of us that are longtime fans, we knew when he went over and that he got that pop that unfortunately was also the end of Taz's career. At <laughs> 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 that time, I don't know, man. I thought, you know, WWE was on fire with a lot of things they were doing around that time period, but no, it was not going to be good for Taz anyway. But that's the list. As of now, you can check out Taz. He's on AEW. He's a great commentator. He's a great manager. I think Taz is one of the best talkers in AEW. I, I've right enjoyed now. his interactions with Christian Cage. Yeah, he's great. I think he called him a shitbag on one episode, which I thought yeah. was so, so funny. Like, you don't have enough that. people that they just call him a shitbag. You know? I don't so, remember anybody. That's the one line. I see people call it a piece of shit, but I've never seen anyone call anybody a shitbag. That's off the You, task, my friend, so. are a shitbag. Yeah, shitbag. <laughs> I love this guy. All right. At the end of the day, we chose Taz versus Sabu. Agree, disagree, let us know. All right. But we're the Working Fans Podcast. Beat us if you can. Survive if we let you, brother. You can disagree, but you're wrong. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And, of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com.